And and sometimes it takes being broken down to your weakest moment to be built back up to be a stronger you. And maybe mm. one time, and you shouldn't be afraid of challenges. You shouldn't be a, afraid of being broken down because I can tell you on a personal level, I've been broken down various of times. And sometimes it's because, you know, God wants me to lead in a certain way. And sometimes he has to break you down to be able to build your back up. Hey. Elevate. Another beautiful day. Elevate. Look at us again, Pablo. Oh my, bro, we're just filled of abundance because in today's episode, not only are we filled with abundance, but we're also filled with health. We have Elizabeth Ibarra in the house today. She's a registered nurse, nurse practitioner. She's uh has a, a business that's going to be huge. It's called Health House, located in Beverly Hills. It's a whole body wellness clinic. It's actually grand opening is September 16th. 16th. It's a huge black party, block party. So if you uh, get the invitation, you definitely want to. Everyone's invited. Hey. Everyone's invited. There you go. Best believe Educate and Elevate is going to be in the house. If you're Yay. hearing this, you're invited. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, but tell, what, what's going to be at this party? What, what's going? Tell us about what's going on at the grand opening. Well, first of all, you guys is Latina owned. Okay. Oh, wow. I come from Houston. So Houston's in the house. H-Town. H-Town. Came from the hood to the hills, Beverly Hills. I like to say that. Ooh, so, that's hard. That's hard. That's a um, what are we going to be yeah. having? It's going to be a whole block party, like we said. So, I envision like this wellness event where we have maybe we start with like a whole body workout since it's a whole body clinic, right? Mm. Uh, maybe some cool plunges, get your immune system, your nervous system kind of awakened. Okay. Followed by some IV drips, IV hydration. There's going to be DJ. There's going to be just positive vibes and free wellness exams, which is going to be like huge and major. Wow. Right. So plus like educating people on their health. Like I feel like yeah. people want to move in their direction with their health. They just don't know how or where to start. And so that's where you guys can come in and we'll step in. Wow. Man, Paul, I love that. What do you think, bro? Man, I was just thinking like, Latina from the hood yep. to the hills. Yep. Yeah. I was just thinking from a marketing standpoint. That's I was like, yo, it. that we're, we're running with that. <laughs> from the hood to the hills, Latina-owned businesses. I mean, you guys know that we love shining light on Latino business owners, Latina business owners. Like, this is yeah. so dope to see. We had, shout out to Georgie. We had Georgie on the podcast recently. One of, yeah. you know, that's, that's how we, I think that's how we connected, right? One of your best friends. And, and she was just sharing so many statistics on when it comes to the nursing industry or or uh, yeah the nursing industry like a very small percentage of latinas are actually nurses oh yeah right definitely and then you get even deeper into that there's an even smaller percentage that are actually latina owned businesses so shout out to everything that you're doing Thank we're you. definitely going to be there on september 16th i sent you the invite yeah for sure so i'll definitely be there we'll we'll both definitely be there so um but let, let's talk about that. Like from the hood to the hills, obviously born in H-Town or? Yes. Yeah, born in Houston. Yes. First generation here in the States First or? First generation. Where are Latina. parents from? My parents are from Mexico, Mexico Guanajuato. Guanajuato. Nice. Okay, yes. there you go. Shout out Guanajuato. Yay. <laughs> both parents are from Guanajuato? Yeah, both of them are from nice. Guanajuato. You know, I was uh, 
born in Houston, and like I mentioned, from the hood, and where I grew up from. I'm not sure if you guys yeah, it's also about Houston. in yeah. similar areas or not, but at least for me, like it was to a point where like my high school was gonna close wow. because we were failing the state exams. Like people were not passing. Like we were not that we were done, but you know we just were ill prepared because mm. of the environment that we were raised in. And so where I came from, going to college, like I could say maybe. 10% of the people who graduated actually went to college. What's the sound called? Or what's the city? Or? Uh, it's called Pasadena. Pasadena, Texas. Oh, it's and not Pasadena, California. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's like a, a suburb of Houston. Okay. Right? So, okay. Uh, wow. but, it, you know, and what intrigued me going early on is that we had this thing called Health Occupation Students of America or HOSA. And luckily that program existed in my um in my high school so i joined it i found out about the nursing world the doctor world like just the medical world right yeah. um and at the age of 16 i actually went to college i started my college journey and first started out as a certified nursing assistant at 16 and then at 17 had my first job i was working in nursing homes and so for me my passion was always health like for me i always wanted to help the community and you know, as odd as it sounds, like me, you guys are actually seeing one of my biggest dreams like come to fruition because mm. for me, the reason why I even chose the medical wor world was because I wanted to have my own clinic. Mm. And so I knew I had this dream from like young. So, baby Liz. Yeah, baby yeah. Liz wanted a clinic. And like for me, my whole career was set out on I am going to have my own practice one day and I'm going to help and manifest and bring health to the people that I'm meant to help and heal. And for me, you know, part of my journey, I always ask God, like, God, like, lend me your healing hands because it's not through me, through my own flesh. Like, it's through your spirit that I'm able to help to heal mankind. Huge, huge. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm focusing on the 16-year-old baby Liz when you had that program, right? They yes. introduced it. Given your surroundings, given it being the hood, right? It's a low, like, it's, I'm sure it's very tough. You know, what, what What inspired you? Like, what was the first reason why you even wanted to even, one, take the initiative to become more? And yep. and actually, you know, from leaving where you're at now, because right now you're in California. Yeah. So you're far from home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my tia in Mexico, she was a nurse. And unfortunately, she passed away through, like, unfortunate circumstances. So she actually had cancer. And then going one step further, she died from medical negligence. So they actually left an instrument during the surgery that led to sepsis that led to oh. her death. And so that really changed my whole world. You know, I already knew that I wanted to go into the medical world, but it, it made me want to be a more prudent provider. Like I said, you know, I'm going to pray for my patients. I'm going to be so diligent in my care that I will not allow that to happen. And then one step further, why not prevent it? Right, preventative health, and that's why right. it's so deep and so rooted in me that I want to prevent, because some of these things are preventable, you know. Yeah, hundred so. percent. Yeah, I mean that, that that's definitely something that is. I feel like would you? That's a that's more of a holistic type of approach, right? Absolutely. I mean, was that would that be the right terminology to, to kind yes. of use? Is that, and it's so difficult to find that that practice. You know, I love that. Like one of the things like that I tell people all the time is. If you have a desire to, to that you've a, a gift that you could bring into the world, chase that. Like that's yeah. the calling that God gave you early. Exactly. You have a purpose there. You have a reasoning behind that. I think that's something that's really dope that you're doing. So congratulations to that and what you're Thank doing. You. Let's get into a little bit about like 
the journey of going from because you were a nurse you did nursing yeah, so. as well for a little bit or yeah exactly talk, talk a little bit about that journey and how you went from nursing to now being a latina owned business owner yeah oh, well i'm sure that's a whole it's a whole you know what yeah. and, and like i say it always seems like it's like an overnight success and it's not and so this has been years in the making like if you count from the age of 16 when i first started college to then now that's like what almost 15 16 I'm trying to do my math here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Years. <laughs> but yeah, so, okay, CNA at 16, right? Certified nursing assistant, worked at a nursing home, graduated with my bachelor's of nursing at 21. Again, I was on a mission and did what young. I wanted. I uh, got my master's of nursing at 25 and then moved out, took a leap of faith, coming to um, California as a travel nurse, actually. Mm. And God brought me out here. My sister was out here and then she ended up moving and then away from me so anyways i ended up here and i was like all right i'm gonna stick it out and then uh went back got my doctorate at the age of 30 and now i'm 32 and now just starting my clinic so it's been a whole journey it's not been without you know sacrifice and delayed gratification absolutely and i still feel like i'm in a space of still delayed gratification because um of course i want to be with my family back home in texas but God called me here and the practice had to be here. And, you know, sometimes it's about um, allowing yourself to be moved by God and, and really surrendering. And that takes a lot of courage, you know. Talk about that framework, because I, I feel like that's been a space that I've really been in myself. Right. And I think I think there's there's a lot of people listening to this podcast right now are probably like we are presented with an opportunity. But you said something that's really cool is that you were being called here to stay in California. And I say it all the time, right? Like, there's a difference between an opportunity and a calling. Absolutely. Right? The opportunity may have presented yourself to go back. Oh, right? yeah. But God was calling you to stay here. How did you, like, break down the framework of, like, making that decision to say, you know what? I'm fully surrendering to you, God. I'm going to stay here and listen to what it is that you have in, in store for me. So it was a tough decision because I had already graduated. And like I mentioned, like, at this point, I had been on and off living in California for six years, I actually did move back home to Houston in the middle of my grad program, and I completed my dissertation out there, did my research. And then after my program, God was like, okay, we're done. You graduated, but you got to go back to California. And for me, that was a tough decision because I do love California, you know, for various reasons. I do, I do like it, but at the same time, home is home. Mm -hmm. And I always like to say that um, Houston raised me but LA made me and so, so I had to surrender to the fact that it's you know at the end of the day it's not about me and I think I've come to an analysis and a deep understanding of that it is not about me if I truly want to live like God and I truly pray those prayers that are deep and like God please make me more like you mm. I have to be willing to surrender it's like the same thing like Jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights like did he want to do that no, but he was surrendering himself in preparation to his calling, which was the cross, you know, was, and he was tested and knew he was going into this testing. And, and with that same understanding, I knew that this is my cross that I had to bear in various reasons, you know, not that it's in a negative way, but of course it's what God has destined for me and has called me to do. So now, now with, with Liz, like that calling that you talk about, now, how soon did you kind of realize, like, this is what I got to do? And has there ever been a time where you're like, 
you know, kind of fight fight against it. Like, you know what, Dan, I don't want to do that. Or I don't want to do it right now. But, you, again, obviously the calling is calling you to do it now. Has oh, yeah. those times? Oh, absolutely. So um, even after I came here and decided, okay, I'm going to start the clinic, it wasn't easy. Like, and this has been a process like of like me pursuing this maybe three years, but it wasn't until this year that God opened the floodgates for me. And it was um, kind of to your point there. Uh, I originally wanted to start in urgent care and that's where I was going to start. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, 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 no. Like kept blocks, uh, you know, and roadblocks and roadblocks. And I was just like, okay, well, if it's not this, like that's what I thought this whole thing was about. And I moved out here and I surrendered. And like, why, mm-hmm. why isn't it happening the way that you told me it was going to happen? And then, it took me getting laid off of a, a job, um, going to another job where they were, you know, not to say that they were treating me like a slave, but I felt like it, like uh, overworking me, yeah. you know. Uh, just all too, all, feeling, all too much, right? Yeah, that exactly. Profession, yeah. Exhausted, overworked, to the point where, like, I had medical stuff going on with me. Wow. And uh, that, of course, is too much when you your whole body is telling you, hey, you're in exhaustion. Right. Yeah. So... Um, then I went to this one clinic where I got hired on and they were basically using me as like their startup. So basically I was putting their policy procedures. I was doing everything the CEO should have been doing. Mm. And so I was like, you know what, God, uh, you know, (laughs) yeah. And everything kind of tied in together and that's, you know, two and two kind of came into play and I was like, okay, God, this is what you want me to do. You don't want me to focus on the medical aspect so much. You want me to go into more of this holistic Mm. part of it. And so that's when he started to align everything and open the doors and like, yep, it's going to happen. And then, you know, it just so happened, like we mentioned Georgie earlier, but Georgie's like, oh, my God, like, did you, I need to connect you with Adrian. Adrian's going to help you. And I was like, oh, yes, please, because what I was doing at that point in time was just driving around town, calling different like numbers that I saw in the windows. And I was like, all right. This More like house calls in a way? Or? No, no, for the office. Like, Okay, oh, you like looking for your location. Yeah. I was yeah. like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. And so, but God slowly aligned everything. So. Yeah. I mean, that, that's huge going from preventative to, to, well, preventative from treatment to preventative because it's like two different animals. And I feel like in the medical industry now, everything is always focused on treatment. Treatment, yes. treatment, treatment. Like, here's the medication. Oh, you feel sick. Here's this. But it's always like symptom based medication. And I think the approach you're taking is always like, well, how can we prevent it? Yeah. Like, how can we prevent you from getting to that bed? So they, yeah. And they call that allopathic medicine. And, and like, if you do the research behind it, like, allopathic medicine was more, and that's why they call it Western medicine. Like, it was founded here in the US and it took away from what they call homeopathic medicine, which is more that holistic approach. Um, and at one point, with the homeopathic medicine, that's what was. Like, that's what our ancestors knew. Like, it was just mm. more plant-based. Everything was, like, just homeopathic. And then came the allopathic, where people thought that we have to drive disease out of the body instead of, like, no, we have to nurture the body to help it heal itself. Mm. And so um, I, from my own personal experience, so I'm kind of throwing all the balls now, but I was actually in a rollover car accident in 2020. Wow. And when I tell you that the devil is going to try to attack you every step of the way, like when he knows that you are called for such greatness, like he definitely will. So this was um, six months before graduation. I was about to graduate from my doctorate program and nope, rollover car accident. So in between residency, in between my dissertation, in between like the toughest last semester of my, my whole career, 
now I'm doing physical therapy. I'm going to orthopedic. I'm like still going to residency because I still have to complete my program. Working full time, like it was just a whole era for me. It felt like during that moment. But in that moment, I actually got introduced to part of this homeopathic, allopathic medicine. And uh, my orthopedic, he started me on what we call prolotherapy injections, PRP injections, and then also even stem cell injections from my own body that helped to heal me. Oh. And through that journey and kind of just with the alignment of everything else that fell into place, I was like, okay, God, I hear you. I see you. Like, this is where you want me to go. Like, And I'm a living testimony of that, you know, that your body can heal itself. That's wow. That's I, I mean, that's I, it's it's so cool to hear like all those things. I want to kind of break that stuff down because one of the cool things that that I love about like the dynamic that Armando and I have is that obviously Armando has the background in nursing yeah. and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Myself, I, I got no background in that. Right. So it's like I've heard one of the things that you just said, I hear so much about. Talk a little bit about the stem cell. Yeah. Because like I what is it? What are the benefits of it? Because I hear it like being a really big thing nowadays. Oh, yeah. Um, so stem cells, they're in two different realms. So one could be for like um, you have cancer and we're doing stem cell in that nature for certain um, cancers. It's an option. But stem cell in like the wellness industry or in the wellness world, what that means is that um, essentially, or at least the way that my approach was taken is that you go into the bone marrow of your body and the stem cells are what we they're called stem and then cells because they're the stem of all your baby cells so essentially those are like your most purest your most um innate form of cells then then replicate and it's a replication process where they go through what they call a maturation process and a proliferation process where then they, they mature into more you know because they're babies they mature into mature cells and so essentially, in the way that my body worked is that they went to the bone marrow, they got my stem cells. Um, that and hurt? Then, oh my gosh. I was going to say, the, the, so much. I, re- I heard <laughs> that the bone marrow transplant is like one of the like the toughest oh, uh, yeah. procedures. So I can imagine. Them oh going my gosh. Your bone yeah, marrow. going through it because I actually used to be a um, cancer nurse for pediatrics for babies. And I used to be a bone marrow transplant nurse. And for me, I always only knew it from like, all right, we're going to transplant in the same way because their body was producing abnormal cells, right? And so they lacked a process that's called apoptosis. Apoptosis means that your body will get rid of or lyse abnormal cells. And so that's when they replicate, they become abnormal. And then they turn into, I don't know, in this case, leukemia or ALL, et cetera. It's autoimmune, right? Autoimmune, yeah. So then we do bone marrow transplants in which we get collect bone marrow, which has those stem cells in there, um, so that we can wipe them clean, and then we retransplant in hopes that the new cells are going to grow back normal. That's a great breakdown of what bone marrow transplant and what why they do it in pediatrics or autoimmune. That's crazy. That yeah. is super crazy. Wow. So yeah. you you were essentially going through that same thing. Yeah, essentially, I went through it too. Take, yeah. yeah, they were taking from yours. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, and you know, and I'm trained in doing it, so I'm like, oh, okay, now I feel your pain. Now I know exactly. Now what I know what you're going through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Like you've God put you through the challenges that you went through, and I I say like all the time, like especially like in our industry, right? Like uh, I feel like a true leader puts themselves through things, mm-hmm. or God puts you through certain things in your life 
to be able to now speak from experience. Absolutely. Right. Cause now when you're, you're, you're working with your clients, it's like, Hey, if we're going to do a, I don't, I, I may not yeah. get the, the terminology, right. But here, a, tr- a, film. a stem yeah. cell film. treatment. Yeah. Then it's like, look, I've been through it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm a, I'm a survivor of going through this process essentially. Right. Absolutely. Now I feel like you, you, you get that trust from a patient a lot more. Oh yeah. Right. No, 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 definitely. Yeah. And I feel like God has put me in various different situations just throughout my life that have allowed me to be in that, you know, starting even from, like I mentioned, as to why I'm here in the first place, which is my tia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so going through that whole process and just various different, you know, I've lost my various other family members, but even through those processes and like I was there at the hospital, like fighting tooth and nail. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, God's will as well. So... Commend, I commend your resilience. Thank I, I commend you. your resilience because yeah. that's that's really big, especially like losing people, loved ones. I mean, being tested. I mean, you, you you talked about it. When you're on the path to achieving something great, and when you have something great that's destined for you, the devil's gonna do everything he can to try and throw you off course. Oh yeah, you're gonna get tested, and you're gonna go like Nipsey said. You're gonna go through every emotion. Oh yeah, you're gonna go through every emotion. Absolutely. You know. Yep. And and sometimes it takes being broken down to your weakest moment to be built back up to be a stronger you and maybe mm. one time and you shouldn't be afraid of challenges you shouldn't be a, afraid of being broken down because i can tell you on a personal level i've been broken down various of times and sometimes it's because you know god wants me to lead in a certain way and sometimes he has to break you down to be able to build you back up that's a fact i mean that that that's that's anatomy, right? That's, I yep. mean, like, how do you grow a muscle, right? You, you got to break down that muscle and then it, it rebuilds a lot stronger. Absolutely. You know, it's the same thing with, like, life events. No, right? definitely. So I mean, really with, with, getting bro- with getting broken down, like, sticking on that, like, I'm just thinking of my, my personal side, too. Like, you know, we all go through things, too. And it's like, when you're getting broken down, though, I feel like it's, it comes at the worst times that yeah. we always think. Yep. Always. It's like, <laughs> it's like, why now? Like, I got this going on, this going on. You know, for, for you, Liz, like, how do you deal with those? Like, especially at least, at least like your latest breakdown, like the last, yeah. like, if you could just think about the last thing you went through, how do you deal with that adversity? And how could you possibly tell someone else who's like thinking about all this stuff? Like, I want to do, I want to be like Liz, you know, but I'm feeling, I'm experiencing all these adversity. You know, my, my parents don't see it in me you know they they don't see the entrepreneur they expect me to go to school or just stick to my nine to five job because taking entrepreneurship route is like you're you're betting on yourself absolutely time so what's something that you could like kind of give someone i would say yeah i would say stick to your your why you at the end of the day if you're going to push for something big and something great you have to know why you're doing it you can't build on for nothing you can't pursue a purpose if you don't have something that's leading you. Mm. And so for me, my foundation as to what my why was has always been deeply rooted, founded as to why I continue to do what I do. So even at my lowest point um, where God has tested me, like, again, various different times, but this last one that really broke me, like, honestly, is just surrendering and turning to God. And sometimes God wants you to hear him and not hear the world. And he has to like silence the world and sometimes put you in solitude to where you reconnect with him and find again your purpose right so sometimes we lose our purpose and we're like mm-hmm. well actually i forgot why i was doing it right. and cool. so yeah. you have to he has to put you back in a position where he reminds you why you're doing it <laughs> you know? that's so true i recently just went through a big challenge where 
I felt like I was being tested in so many different ways where I was losing a lot of people around me. And what I quickly read, what God was showing me through that, I'm hearing your story and I'm like, it's so true. That's like biblical. God's going to strip everything and everyone around you. Not to say that they're not bringing value to your life, but he's going to strip everything and everyone around you because he wants you to know that it's because of him that you're in the position that you're in. It's not because of anybody else. Amen. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's biblical. Like he will do everything because he's a selfish guy. We have a selfish God, right? He wants your attention. That's biblical. Like, Mm -hmm. I love that analogy. No matter who you are and you feel like you may be going through something, place your faith in him. Absolutely. Place your foundation, like your 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 firm foundation should be on him, mm-hmm. right? Uh, even as kingdom entrepreneurs, I, I kind of yeah. want to say that, right? Exactly. As kingdom, that's true. Kingdom, it is kingdom entrepreneur, kingdom. it's that's kingdom entrepreneurship yes. at its finest. Yes. Solely relying on him, and having your faith on him, then everything else that you do, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna bless. Absolutely, as he's long gonna as you continue to multiply put him at the center. all of your, you know, everything that you lost, he's gonna give you ten times. Yeah. Again, that's yeah. biblical too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hundred <laughs> percent. And you hear that a lot, like even by listening to you speak, like you're hearing that a lot. That you keep that at your core. Yes. And that's that's like, I think I mean people listening, like you, you're doing a lot, right? You you became you got your master's early, you became an MP early, all these acclimates that you did, like you hold you hold that to your core. So for like so going forward in the future for Liz, like for you, Liz, like what do you see yourself and the progression for your business? I know you're about to open up. Like, can you tell us a little bit about what's to come and everything Yeah, else? definitely. So, yeah, number one, God is center, front and center. Like, I can't and I definitely am not where I am without him. So, mm. like, I'm here because of him. And that's number one. So, I've recently, when one of my struggles has been trying to keep him in the center of this clinic and, like, truly rooting it. And I'm trying to figure out mm. how I can bring that forth because I want people to see that like yes I pray for my patients every time and they don't have to know but I do I pray every single day before I go to work and even when I go to my clinic for my patients but um, I, I I had this like thought and I'm trying to figure out how I can position it but I want to be able to maybe have it as a, an option for my patients like would you like prayer included in your session mm, mm. And so I, I'm trying to figure it yeah. out, but without offending some people who are not yeah. believers, yeah. you know, like yeah. the universe will send positive vibes. Would you like that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you, know? I, you know, I went to a restaurant. What was it called? Uh, something. It's a vegan restaurant. I went last week, but the reason I bring it up is because they have the La Virgen de Guadalupe there. And then they, at the end, when you finish eating, you write down a prayer and then you, you put it in a jar and then you burn a candle. Aww. And it was nice because it made you kind of like think about like a prayer that you want. So it made you actually like that's an experience. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Just turn it out. No, that's, that's really good. Good. that's actually a really good idea. Or even like look look this this podcast just turned into a mastermind. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like even even like I know a lot of places have like like when you go to church, right? They have like a prayer bo- a request prayer oh, box, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, where you could just just leave them there, maybe like in the lobby area because you have that nice little lobby area. That's- Agreed. And then you just put like a little box to be like prayer requests, you know, I love it's that. just there. Yeah. If someone feels called to fill it out, then there you go. You know, that's that's a beautiful that's a good one. There's yeah. a little one. Because yeah. I do that on social media sometimes every couple months. I'll be like, 
prayer requests and people yeah. write me prayer requests. And that's cool. Oh, it's like a whole community. Yeah, yeah. That's, cool. yeah that's, that's really cool. That, that let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the the business that we yes. keep, we, t- yes, we keep yes. talking about the clinic <laughs> that we're opening up, right? So but let's talk about, about what services. Uh, what are you going to be providing? And then I want to get into the actual services themselves and maybe a little bit of the science behind them. Okay. All right. Yeah. I love Let's that. Let's educate the people. So first of all, it's called healthhousemed.com. So health and then house is H-A-U-S med, M-E-D.com. And then on there, you'll be able to see all of our services. So basically we have um, whole body wellness and that's kind of the compass of our facility. And so we're, we call ourselves a wellness club, but in a sense, we're a wellness center as well. And so essentially the premise of it is we want to prevent health. And so we're going to be doing labs that you normally don't do at your regular primary care doctor. So normally you go in, they check your routine labs. Maybe you'll do uh, CBC, CMP, lipids. They check for diabetes, et cetera. Okay, we do baseline, but they don't go beyond that. Sometimes like hey, you go in and like, hey, I've been feeling really fatigued, like, but all my labs are normal. What's going on? If you go to a regular primary care doctor, they'll be like, oh, don't know. Bye. Or worse, or worse. Um, <laughs> oh, here's his Xanax. Right? Yeah, yeah. Even worse, even worse. Yeah. Yeah, here's his medication. Here's or an SSRI. Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. Okay, yeah. sorry, I don't want to cut you off. 